Fantasy Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Uh, I am live from St. Thomas Sports Park as we get set for day two of Titans versus Bucks joint practices. Uh, but we got to uh, talk about where we go live. We are Nashville's on demand sports network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find links to the show on our Twitter timeline and our Instagram feed. Also find us on TikTok for more Titans practice coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Uh, check them out, boneandjointtn.org. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP.com. Uh, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you, FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Zach, before we dive into Titans practice against uh, the Bucks yesterday, uh, you did say you had something to start off the show. So I'll, I'll toss it over to you for trivia whatever. Trivia is usually, yeah, like trivia is usually on Tuesday. But I yes. did see something that I want to test your trivia knowledge and a little bit of the chat's trivia knowledge. First oh. is a Titans question. Second is an NFL question. All right? Okay. And I think you'll be able to get this. I, I think you'll at least get one of the two. Maybe both. When was the Tennessee Titans' last losing season? When was the Tennessee Titans' last losing season? 2015. That is correct. Ding, 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 ding. I saw this graphic and I'm sitting there and where the Titans and what Mike Vrabel has done, because, you know, Mike Vrabel has brought in and changed the culture more. Like since Mike Vrabel has been around, there's been more joint practices than ever. We talk about the reason why, because of the changing of the, the schedule and all of that. But I feel like one of the main reasons why Mike Vrabel has been so successful is preparation preparation prior right and i think he's done a great job of that so i saw that and i was like i mean that's been a long time not many teams can say that their last losing season was in 2015 which is a long time ago well and you you bring up my you say that about mike vrabel but zach the first couple of years mike vrabel was not even here yet so credit to john robinson who, who has gone and had winning seasons in every season that he has had as Titans general manager. So absolutely. And where did John Robinson come from? The New England, well, Tampa Bay Buccaneers via the ah, there you he go. He was in Tampa for one year before coming to the Titans, I believe. Yeah, but that's a that was a good it was a good culture that has slowly grown and then they get the greatest quarterback of all time and then they changed their their entire uh, franchise like the Titans could have, but look, they've been uh they've been doing a very good job since 2015 of maintaining above average play and that's hard to do in the nfl here's my second trivia question this is a bonus who is the team that has had the longest uh how, how do i say this this is how i'll put it the pittsburgh steelers their last losing and season i knew was the a long, steelers were the answer ago. i knew the steelers were the answer so you kind of bamboozled me by changing the answer to the question i knew it was i know well, they, I, yeah, i'm small I, Damn know, it, I know what you know i know what you ah. know my my question is what year was the steelers last losing season <laughs> damn it 
I wanted. I was gonna say 2003 or 2004 because no, it's 2003 because that's when they picked Ben Roethlisberger uh, high in the draft. I believe they picked Roethlisberger uh, seventh overall, but they traded up to do it. So I'm gonna say 2003 because they took Roethlisberger in the 04 draft. So that is go. correct. So there you go. Trivia Thursday. Now we can get on with the show. But I saw that. Hey, look, look. I, I look. Credit for to the two. chat. The chat knew it too. The chat was quick on 2015, and a lot of the chat was pretty quick on 2003. The chat is ready today. Yes, uh, the chat is ready. And hey, thanks to Karen, too, because Karen uh, did give us a congratulations as uh, we were named a finalist uh, for an Entrepreneurial Award uh, yesterday via the Entrepreneur Center of Nashville. So the next award's taking place. So if you want more information about that or if you missed that announcement from yesterday, you can check it out on our social media or at our website, adzsports.com. So we are one of three finalists uh, for uh, the music, sports, and entertainment division and startup division uh, for the next awards. And so uh, we'll talk more about that as that approaches. That will, that award ceremony happens uh, October 24th. So thanks to Karen uh, for mentioning that. So let's dive in to what happened yesterday in Titans joint practices uh, against the Bucks. And I kind of told this to Sam as we talked yesterday post-practice, uh, thanks to BuddyAllenCarpet1.com. But, you know, how we do this is I sent, you know, Sam went to the Titans defense, Bucks offense field, and I parked up on the Titans offense versus Bucks defense field. Today, we'll flip it. And so now I'll get a chance to see the Titans defense, and Sam can watch the Titans offense today. But it kind of started slow for the Titans offense in one-on-ones versus Bucks DBs. Now, I will say there were flags all over the field. Like Kyle Phillips had three reps in those one-on-ones. He drew two penalties on the Bucks defensive backs. He caught two passes, uh, and the one that he didn't catch was a penalty there too. So it started slow until Traylon Burks deep balled down the sideline from Ryan Tannehill made an incredible play. And Zach, we have this from two different angles here is the angle that I had first uh, on Traylon Burks uh, going deep on the left side, and Tannehill threw a beautiful pass. And you can even see it better on the second angle, but a one-handed catch diving. I thought he scored a touchdown from my angle. Obviously, he fell out of bounds outside of the pylon. But Buck here, or Zach, here is a uh, uh, Kayla Anderson's from uh, News 2's angle that she got on this Tannehill pass. You see Burks diving and creating separation, but then pay attention right here to Burks kind of coming up a little lame, jogging back with a slight limp maybe, just looked like he got banged up as he came down there. Uh, I'll let you react to what you see there on on the two videos. Well, and you're just playing doctor, right? Like, you, yeah, right. You, like you're just, just let's trying not to get uh, Doctor David Chow involved, though. No, no, no. We're I, well. I don't claim to be a credentialed uh, MD, but that first angle. I'm gonna play this again. Yeah. First of all, it's a great catch. Look at yeah. the look at the separation as he blows by the defender. Right, makes a move. He gets his hand on him, and then speed, my friend, speed in a great. Over the head, left-handed catch right there. I'm trying to figure out what it is. This is my initial diagnosis, and this is my okay. personal diagnosis, right? Dr. So Bingham, yes. It doesn't carry any weight. I'll preface that. So what I looked at here, he gets Pyam. It looks like he just comes hard on his knee. I'm not saying it doesn't. His right knee, right 
And maybe it's the other angle that will be better. So I'll play. Yeah, I'll play Kayla's, Kayla's angle. Yeah. Which is look, high definition camera right there. So it's I so and I have no idea. So he catches the ball. He catches the ball. I'm gonna play it again. He catches the ball. Look at his right knee after he catches the ball. It just seems like he comes down hard with his foot on it. I have no idea, but as looking at this film, that's what I'm trying to figure out because the first time he puts right there, the first time he puts weight on that leg, that's mm. kind of when he's limping. So I feel like it's either his left or right knee. It's hard now, to tell which angle it came down on, but I mean, hell of a catch by Traylon Burks. Let's yeah, talk about that first. It, it was a hell of a catch. And I think the separation that we're talking about is what made him exciting. It's his 40 yard dash was not blazing. He ran a four, five, uh, one, I believe of a 40 uh, yard dash, but at six two, 230, whatever pounds he weighs, you know, that's moving pretty quick, but what people have talked about with his speed is that it's more long speed. He gets faster the longer he runs. And so when he's running a go route, as long as he gets off the line of scrimmage somewhat clean, Traylon Burks will continue to create more separation the longer he goes. And that's exactly what you saw in this play. And if you look at Kayla's angle, you see the hand fighting there as well from the DB, I guess it was, uh, you know, beyond that point. But there was hand fighting back and forth where at some point McMichael, the DB, had a handful of Burks's jersey uh, there. And, and really, he was able to fight through that and create more separation on it too. So, and then he's got the huge hands. I saw a comment earlier saying that they, they underestimated the size of uh, Traylon Burks's hands. I think that came from Kobe Montana on Facebook. Uh, but, I mean, it's just an incredible play. Uh, that Traylon Burks made, uh, and it was the first big play he made of two, but Zach, I'll let you kind of talk about the catch there. Well, and and if you look at the differences of wide receivers in Titans uniform over the years, whether it was Corey Davis or A.J. Brown or, or now Burks, they all have their differences, right? They all have their different style. I thought as you described him getting faster, the more yards that he runs, yeah. That's why he's such a deep threat. That is, I feel like, his number one characteristic. I think what the Titans are trying to do is develop his other attributes, right? But that has always been maintained in his time in Arkansas. I, I don't know how many people watched the Arkansas Ole Miss game last year. It's 50-something to 53-52, you know, I believe. It's a two-point conversion. It was an unbelievable game, one of the best games all year last year. Single-handedly, Traylon Burks kept the Arkansas Razorbacks in that game with that deep threat. So I've seen it before, and that was just another example of how he can do it. Here's a question that I, I saw from Corey uh, that you can answer. Okay. After that play, did Burks take another rep? Yeah. Yeah, and it was an 80-yard touchdown catch. <laughs> That's the interesting thing, and it, so it, that happened. And he, you know, we saw from Kayla's video that he was kind of limping a little bit. And then they, that was towards the end of one-on-ones. Uh, then they went to a team 11-on-11 uh, situation, and the Titans had the ball on their own 20-yard line and throwing on the far side of the facility, Zach. So that, that is important why I bring that up. And so second play of that 11-on-11, Burks just goes. Just another just flat-out go route. Tannehill rears back and chucks it far. He, he gets behind the defender by a couple steps, 
catches the football and continues to run into the end zone for another 20 yards or so for what was an 80-yard touchdown catch and run. Then Burks, he scored the touchdown close to the facility. He then went back to the huddle, another 80-plus yards uh, the other direction away from the facility, and then he left practice, which means he walked 100 yards back to the locker room area. So he covered a lot of ground. If it was a serious injury, then I feel like he wouldn't have walked nearly 180 yards after it happened or then ran another 80-yard-plus yeah. route after it happened, too. I think uh, the latter is probably more impactful, right? 80-yard touchdown pass after that. Yeah. That should that should make Titans fans feel better. Yeah, and I'll say this, too. Braden Gall saw it, and Braden mentioned that, you know, and he was like, I don't know if this is anything or not. You never know, but he saw that kind of like the leg shake, you know, like when you're just trying to, like, shake it out. He saw Burks walking with the trainer and do a little leg shake uh, with his left leg. And so what does that mean? Is it a knee? Is it a foot? Is it a ankle? Uh, you know, we don't really know what that means, but you know, he walked into the locker room, you know, across the entire field uh, after two big time plays that he made great catches and, and big time uh, throws from Tannehill as well. Yeah. Well, Look, if an injury is going to happen, you want it to, to happen on August 18th when your first game is September 11th, right? So you have time for whatever it is. I do think that it should make Titans fans feel better that he he, he had that 80-yard touchdown afterwards. He was able – it wasn't one of those things where his, his practice ended dir directly after the apparent injury. So that's kind of one of the reasons why we wanted to do this in this order in the show is yeah. show you a couple angles – let you guys form your opinion and then ask you a question. The question we're going to ask you is what's one word to describe Traylon Burke's highlight video from Wednesdays. And I'll put it in plural highlight videos because we got two of them courtesy of Kayla Anderson for Titans bucks practice. So one word to describe it, you could go anywhere. You now know the story. You you can form your opinion. That's what the best part is. So in the chat, one word to describe Traylon Burke's highlight video that we just showed you, and we'll probably show you, show you again here shortly. Yep, but first, Zach, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan at the beginning of 2022. I'm very glad that I did because I was able to take advantage of better coverage at a better rate with better service. That's their three main things for Farm Bureau Health Plans. And I got all three of those when I signed up. And I didn't know what it was going to happen was going to happen when I signed up. You take a health assessment, you get a quote. We had already signed our deal, and this is the truth. We had already signed our partnership with Farm Bureau Health Plans, and then I took my health assessment. Then I got my quote. And I sat there and my mind was blown because I was like, I'm saving 20% from my old plan. I have better coverage. I get a contact allowance because I've been wearing contacts since I was in seventh grade. I get free teeth cleanings after a period of time that I'm on the plan. I'm like, wow, why didn't I do this years ago? And it's for, and I'm glad that I did. I've taken advantage of it throughout the course of this year. I will continue on. Farm Bureau Health Plans truly has helped me. It can help you as well. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. It is eSports also take advantage of this and download the BetMGM app. And if you use our code, which is ATOZ Sports, you sign up for BetMGM, you will get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 
with your first bet after your first deposit. You can use that in so many different ways to help build your bankroll with BetMGM. Zach did it back when it was a risk-free $500 bet. Now it's double that a year and a half later. So let's download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after that first deposit. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualifications and eligible requirements. Rewards issued as knowledgeable for bets or site credit. Free bets expiring in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800 889 9789. So, Zach, we're asking everybody the question what is one word to describe uh, the Traylon Burks highlight videos from? Wednesday's Titans Bucks practices. Uh, I'll let you go to the comment section and then we'll play the videos again, I'm sure. Well, this is funny because, you know, the chat could have gone a couple of different ways. They could have said, they could have focused on the apparent injury, right? Or they could focus on the catch and the highlight reel. So uh, Karen says promising, monster from Ramon. Nas says hungry, expected from Eric. So does Jonathan. Explosive from Sean. You give me that sauce. I like saucy from Stephen King. Uh, many, many leather bound books from our author, say Stephen King. Crazy from Stephen uh, right there. Eric says playmaker, stud from just B. Uh, predictable from Patrick. Deep threat. So we'll just throw a hyphen in there yeah, right there yeah, from yeah, yeah. Nav 454. Uh, unhealthy from Chris. So he's kind of taking the, the different approach. Impressive from TK. Hopeful from G-Man. Dominance from Xavier. Special from Josh. Epic from Eric. Banger from Guy. We got some good words right here. Banger. Tant- tantalizing from Clout House. ENT. Okay. Elite. From Nate, promising from Mikey, hopeful from Seth, encouraging from Marquis. Colin says backups. So look, there's a plethora of words coming in. Explosive from from Jay, uh, Facebook user, our own Mark Zuckerberg coming with encouraging. Austin, what is your one word? Well, and and so MB asks, uh, you know, people jump in and out obviously throughout the show, but MB asks, uh, what else did Burks do? You described it as Burks' big day. Yeah, and, and on the graphic there, and Traylon Burks had, and we'll play it one more time before I give uh, my word uh, here as well about this. And this is uh, my angle that I had yesterday that Traylon Burks and one on ones had a bomb catch, one handed diving catch. This was a throw from Ryan Tannehill. So he did that early in practice yesterday. And then shortly afterwards, in the first 11 and 11 team session, of the day had an 80-yard touchdown catch from Ryan Tannehill over the Bucks starting defense, and I hope I don't get hit by the semi truck behind me uh, because they are getting very close. <laughs> uh, anyway, so but Burks had a big day, but after that 80-yard touchdown catch, he went inside and his day was over. Um, and so my one word, Zach, is is bomb because Traylon Burks showed us in two different in two different reps of how was he was able to create bomb-type plays uh, for the Titans' offense, and I think that would be a big deal uh, for the Titans' offense moving forward. See, I think mine, and this is probably what you want to do from that truck, is separation. Uh, the separation that Traylon Burks was able to get, and it was, I'll, I'll add on to it, my one word is separation, but it was natural separation, Right. It wasn't hand-checking. It wasn't close to the vest. It was just natural separation of a wide receiver running away from a cornerback. 
And then this is something that we we haven't dived into enough. So I, if somebody put a gun to my head and said, Zach, describe Ryan Tannehill, I would say uh, uh, above average. That's that would be my that would how I would describe him. Within Ryan Tannehill being above average, which is a good thing, it's not a terrible thing. Now, will it win you a Super Bowl? Well, well, that remains to be seen. In his repertoire, his deep ball is one of his best attributes. Ryan Tannehill notoriously can drop things in buckets. He's got a great tight spiral, good velocity out of his hand, and it travels. I mean, you saw, and my memory goes back to Oakland, Titans fans, not Las Vegas, but back in into to Oakland, the black hole. 2019 when he season, dropped yeah. one in the bucket, and he had a couple of these, but to A.J. Brown on that huge play, that's what the Titans are trying to replace is the huge playability from A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown did it in a different fashion. Traylon Burks had natural separation. That was impressive to me. And then if you look on this angle, don't watch Burks. Just watch the release and the ball from Ryan Tannehill. Easy. Well, natural. And just right. I mean, great one-handed catch right there, but it's right where it needed to be. I, I I think this was the philosophy and mindset. Now, obviously, other things came into play right around the draft where, uh, well, we get to replace a guy. Up, uh, we're picking 26. Up, uh, actually, we're picking 18th. Oh, no, five other receivers have come off the board. Here's Burks. That's how it all went down. But yeah. it does it does fill a hole very nicely if Burks is able to do what he was brought in to do. Well, And I'll play Kayla's video again, too, because, yes, the, the Tannehill – throw was easy casual as g-man said but also look at the route and the ball placement that Traylon burks allowed Tannehill to have room on the sideline to get there right burks was running down that red line on the on the practice field with five yards of room and i'll play it one more time with like five yards of room um, after, outside of him to the sideline to allow Tannehill to place that ball right there where only Burks can go get it and land in bounds. So that's just a good route, good separation, good throw, hell of a catch all around from everybody. And we will see that again. It's practice, granted, right? But we yeah. will see that in the game. I guarantee you that. And what Traylon Burks did very well there, that corners, it's the corner's job to use the sideline as a defender. Burks did not allow the corner to do that. Yep. That was what was impressive to me on that play. And it allowed Tannehill to execute the throw as it was needed to be executed. I mean, it, he yeah. dropped that thing right where he needed to be. And then obviously the great grab by Burks, but preventing the defender to use the sideline as another defender, that's also smart on the Titans receiver. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, and then so Michael Bishop asked, you know, is Burks all right, though? And that's, look, we don't know. Uh, Mike Vrabel is not going to say anything about it. Uh, the first thing that we'll be able to see is if Traylon Burks is out here uh, at practice today against the Bucks here in about an hour. We'll see if he's on the practice field. Again, like he walked, I, I kind of explained to people who just jumped in and missed it earlier. Braden Gall mentioned that Burks was walking off the field with a trainer and kind of gave like a shaking it out on his like lower leg type of like move 
So maybe something tweaks. He landed funny, whatever that might be. Uh, but he walked off the field uh, with a trainer yesterday after both the uh, bomb that we've played there and then an 80-yard touchdown catch uh, from Ryan Tannehill and teamwork uh, yesterday early in practice. So Bobby brings up two, two good days for Bobby. You're stringing them together. I don't know how. This is usually not like you, Bobby. PFF said yesterday Tannehill had the most big-time throws dropped last season. And Bobby yep. brings up a good point. The drops that were all around Tannehill, whether it was early on with AJ and Julio or whether when those guys were hurt, you got – you know, Des Fitzpatrick and NWI and a cast of wide receivers that didn't have a lot of playing experience and well, didn't help Tannehill as much as they needed to. Well, and, and AJ had several big time drops where the ball was right where it needed to be in the Seattle game. I remember very vividly where there were three drops from AJ and throughout the season, AJ had a couple other ones too, uh, where Tannehill, Tannehill had a much better season, um, than his stats or he gets credit for. All right, A to Z Sports here live. Jay says, do you have video of the ADR touchdown? No, because it was in a team drill, and we are not allowed to do that as members of the media. Which All makes right, you Zach. feel even better, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was a bomb. Like, it was a really good play by Burks. And just to clarify something, uh, the the corner that Burks beat in one-on-ones is an undrafted rookie, uh, but he the corner he beat on – the ADR touchdown catch in team drills was one full team drills, not just a one-on-one period and two on the Bucks starters. So pretty, uh, pretty good play there from Burks. All right, Zach, we're going to get into a couple of defense defensive notes on guys who dominated their uh, jobs yesterday from the Titans defense. But I also have one Titans offensive player who dominated his role too. So this is what we need to do. This is a good NFL topic. We need to go look at who is the best deep ball throwing quarterbacks in the league. Because I just started like ringing my mind. Like Tannehill, because one of the comments said, uh, let's see here. There's a lot of comments coming in. Kobe, uh, Kobe Montana with a C. Or Kobe, Kube, whatever you want to say. Kobe, I'm going to call you. Tannehill, underrated deep ball thrower. I agree yeah. with that statement. I think he is a very underrated deep ball thrower. Let's do that exercise at some point, maybe next week earlier, or hell, I don't know what, what tomorrow we get. There's practice today, so we'll react. Yeah. But ranking the NFL's best deep ball throwers and bringing some statistics to that, I think would be very, very ideal for a conversation yeah. for this show. By the way, the uh, Bucks are a lot earlier today than they were yesterday. So, uh oh, so we gotta get going. That means we gotta get going. Yesterday, they they're thirty minutes earlier than they were yesterday as uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roll in on their gray line. Julio was out of the training room a little earlier I, today. I I tried to talk to Julio yesterday, but Julio wasn't talking to anybody in the media uh, yesterday. But all right, so one Titans offensive player who dominated his role yesterday. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know where to go to, know who to turn to, and who to trust to get you back active and recovered. And the Bone & Joint Institute in Franklin, again, the region's destination. That's Middle Tennessee, Southern Kentucky, Northern Alabama, they do it better than anybody else in the area. Boneandjointtn.org. 
A to Z Sports. We're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Risk-free bet up to $1,000. $1,000 for new users. But you got to use that promo code ATOZ Sports. That's A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. Download the app today. They're hooking up with a risk-free bet up to $1,000. All right, Zach. So some Titans defenders who we'll go through some quick notes of Titans defensive players uh, who played really, really well yesterday in practice against the Bucs. You kind of talked about yesterday morning of the Titans defense and DB should play well because the Bucs are missing key pieces like Tom Brady, obviously, Mike Evans, Chris Goblin, and Russell Gage. Yeah, and it sounds like they did. So this morning, as, as Sam and Austin are covering practice, but Sam briefed me because he was watching the Titans defense yesterday. As you said, you guys will flip today. But I wanted to relay some of his notes that he he told me about because I think you know the chat obviously was asking some questions earlier. Number one of his briefing, I felt like you know a president sitting there and you know, get a brief on Air Force One. I'm Harrison Ford. Get off my plane. Well, <laughs> you know who was all over the plane yesterday was Big Jeff. Rave reviews from Sam as he watched practice. Big Jeff was a dominant force and on all facets. And you got to, if you're a Titans fan, you got to love to hear that. Him doing in practice what you kind of feel like he's going to do all season long. This is going to be his coming out party in 2022 with the contract not happening, him have more to prove as being a top five defensive interior lineman. And oh, and Will says, wait, put that back up on the board. Guys just realized it wasn't a truck trying to hit Austin. It was Big Jeff. Well, yeah. based on the report yesterday, it probably was because he was moving yeah. weight. And I'll say this. It didn't matter what field you were standing on and what field you were watching. You could hear Big Jeff say, this bleep is too bleeping easy. <laughs> like over and over and over with his booming voice. So, yeah, Jeffrey Simmons had himself a fun time. Wow. Wow. You love to hear that. The other thing defensively that Sam said was now granted they're going against Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert, right? So like Tom Brady is not present. Mike Evans is not present. Gage Godwin. I mean, the big time players that will make up the Buccaneers offense as they try to pursue a Super Bowl, we're not there. So what I said yesterday is you want the Titans to come out and dominate. And it sounds like, the defense gave the Bucs some fits. Turnovers, the cornerback play. One thing of note that you know people were trying to figure out, and again, I'm 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 telling you what Sam saw yesterday, as he told me this before the show. Caleb Farley started out with a good practice. And then as the time and the practice and the the hours waned on, he got beat more often. Now, my question was, you know, is that because he's he's going against their top guys that are not their sole top guys, or was he just having a bad day? And then I'd like to see, and Austin, this is something that you can look for, is Caleb Farley going to come back and redeem himself today? But that was overall, overall very good report defensively, especially on Big Jeff. Caleb Farley started good, ended slow. Well, and I and I was talking to Ben Arthur, the Tennessean, and I saw a video he put out too, and uh, where Caleb Farley in a one-on-one was going up against Jalen Darden, who wears jersey number one for the Bucks, and Jalen Darden just made Caleb Farley look slow and and ran around him. But again, like 
Jalen Darden is five foot eight, one seventy four. Caleb Farley is two or 6'2", 215 pounds. And I it looks I think, like a safety. Yeah, I think Caleb Farley tends to, again, still young corner. He's only played like 25 games at corner in his lifetime. He's a taller guy, which means he plays high. He doesn't all the time play with solid technique. And when you don't do that, then you have a five foot eight guy who can make you, you know, look silly in a phone booth, make you look silly on the practice field. And so that's what happened with Caleb Farley once. Then uh, in a two-minute team drill towards the end of practice, Farley was guarding Julio Jones. Julio caught the pass you know, on an out route underneath Farley. Farley tried to make a tackle on the sideline, slipped, fell, whatever it was. Julio got by him and down the sideline before Byard shuffled him out of bounds. So that was the, the real play that I saw Farley miss on. I did see in that same two-minute drill, Christian Fulton shut down Darden on back-to-back plays. Uh, they ran in-breaking outs. Well, one was an out-breaking route. One was an in-breaking route where Fulton was all over Darden. And a quick guy like Darden for Fulton to be right there in his hip and breaking up a ball on the second one, that was good to see as well. So we'll see what Farley does and how he responds. Well, who was the number one guy in your mind? On uh, overall from who I saw? So there's one guy who dominated his role on the offensive side of the ball yesterday, and we really haven't talked much about it. Austin Hooper. Throughout practice, Zach, I went through and counted because Sam and I have been, if you're not following A to Z Sports on Twitter, when we can't take videos, we try the best thing we can do is give you as much detail as possible via Twitter. So Sam and I live tweet nearly every snap of these practices. So we can do things like this. You go back and look at it. And I counted throughout the entire practice, multiple 11-on-11s, 11s, a 7-on-7 seven seven drill, two-minute drills and hurry-up situations. Austin Hooper caught eight passes on nine targets from Ryan Tannehill. Eight passes on nine targets. And the only one that was an incomplete was when Hooper slipped on the top of a route. He was wide open, and the ball just sailed over him because he fell down. Austin Hooper is going to be a massive weapon for this offense. And it's it's checkdowns, it's quick third and mediums moving the stick types. There was one where Tannehill hit him straight. I think it was the the play right after the Burks 80-yard touchdown. It was a quick seam throw vertical to Austin Hooper between defenders and zone, where Hooper caught it in stride and kept going. And so I really liked what I saw from Austin Hooper. I've liked what Tannehill and Hooper have built back starting in May. And so I think Austin Hooper can play a legitimate big role in this offense. Well, you know, when you start to say what you build in May, yeah. look at last year's storyline. Let's talk about NFL storyline was the connection that Matthew Stafford developed early on with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Not saying that Tannehill and Hooper are going to be, you know, Stafford and Cup, but it takes that connection, right? It takes whether it's personality, whether you like to be around him, whether you eat lunch with him, whether you just you have that look in your eye of, all right, you know what I'm going to do, you and you and I know what you're going to do. Let's get it done. It sounds like that has kind of been manifesting and then maturating throughout the training camp of Tannehill and Hooper, that's what, damn it, I'll say it. That's what Tannehill's been missing. Last year, he had three bums. And Swaim is not a pass-catching tight end, so I don't say he's a bum because of that. It's just not 
his role. But, you know, Mike, you can't go to war with Michael Pruitt and Anthony Ferkser. We thought Ferkser was going to be Ferk dog. He was a Ferk puppy. He couldn't do it. He couldn't perform. Dog house. Right? Yeah. And well, and now no longer he he's not in Titans organization. So like I this is a breath of fresh air, I think, for Titans fans and this Titans offense, because you can do so much. The tight end position has evolved. It is a huge part of the NFL game in combating defenses. And if defenses just have to cover wide receivers it makes it easier and now if you're gonna have hooper across the middle and we'll see what chig does and the play action because of the threat of henry and the deep threat of of Traylon burks and the route running ability of robert woods that's what the vision of the titans offense is now look we'll find out if it all comes together september 11th against the giants and moving forward but on paper that's what it is supposed to look like. Now, Ryan says, and I agree with him, Pruitt, Michael Pruitt ain't a bum. I, Michael Pruitt had moments last year where, as Timothy says, brought the juice. And, Zach, you know you like when people bring the juice, and Michael Pruitt brought the juice several times last season when others weren't at that position, and he broke his leg in half, and he had to go away. And like, I, I think if Michael Pruitt stayed healthy, and now what is up with Derrick Henry trying to run me over now? I, I don't understand. First, it was Jeffrey Simmons. Now, Derrick Henry's crowding my space. I don't know what's going on with this this morning. But uh, again, like Michael Pruitt, if he didn't break his leg, he might still be here. Maybe. But the reason why I say bum, bum, bum is the tight end position, those players, their ceiling is low. They don't have a high ceiling. Austin Hooper has made a Pro Bowl. We've seen him in Atlanta. He got the big deal from Cleveland, right? His ceiling is much higher than those three guys. And as an offense, you have to help your quarterback, especially if it's Ryan Tannehill. You just He needs help. Aaron Rodgers, they don't give him any help, but he somehow, some way, makes it work, right? That's my point. Not and again, it's not a personal vendetta against Michael Pruitt. Michael Pruitt came in there and did the job he was asked to do when he was asked to do it. His his ceiling was just low. And so the position that brought down the position's ceiling. And now they've raised that ceiling at the tight end spot. And I really like what they've done. These buses got it all jacked up. They're, they've got four buses behind me, all taking over the street. They're stopping traffic. I don't know. It's kind of like fed- swarming sharks, you know, yeah, like you're, you're, it, blood's in the water. Yeah, there's an Aramark truck that's like trying to just do his job and deliver some food, but he can't because these Greyhound buses are taking up all the space. All right, so Zach, I do have a question for you. I'm going to ask you this and then mute so these buses don't break everybody's eardrums. Where do you think Austin Hooper will rank among Titans pass catchers this season? In terms of receptions, where do you think he'll rank among pass catchers in terms of receptions this season? So we did this game, uh, and I and I once I see his statistics from last year or from his career, I'll tell you exactly what I said. Okay, so this is what I said. I said uh, seven hundred and fifty yards. I said five touchdown catches. And I said 71, uh, that was targets. Receptions, I think I said either between 65 and 70. Uh, I think that's the type of impact that he'll have. 
especially early on. And I think you have to have those that many catches to get above 750 yards receiving. Look, I knew when, when Cleveland released him, that was the first guy that I said on this show. I said, look, go get Austin Hooper. They did, which is great. So my receptions is going to be right around 70, which is an integral part of the offense, right? Don't Don't get me wrong right here. And so I think that will probably rank – it's either second or third, right? Um, second. I don't know who's going to be first. It's either going to be Burks or Woods. But I have Hooper as the second most receptions on the Titans in 2022. So you say 70 receptions. That's kind of what you're thinking? Yes. 65 to 70. That would have put him last season – First on the team, sixty-five. Yeah, well, nobody, because nobody played consistently. Well, okay, so I'm going to go back to 2020. Sixty-five catches would have had him tied for second in 2020 with Corey Davis. AJ had 70 catches in that season, so that would put him, you know, tied for first if he hits that parameter. If you go back to 2019, 65 to 70 catches would put Austin Hooper first. Zach, I'm bringing these up because second is the best bet. I think Robert Woods has the most catches on this roster, especially because now he's going to play all game. He's going to start. He's going to start in week one and play because of his ACL. That was kind of up in the air when we asked this question, you know, a couple months ago. So I think Woods leads it, but I do think Austin Hooper has a legitimate chance to lead the team in receptions, just because of the volume that Tannehill's going after. Like eight catches on nine targets yesterday. Like that's not new in practice, like Tannehill goes to Austin Hooper often in these drills. And he's going to continue to do that, especially as the younger wide receivers and the new wide receivers continue to build that camaraderie. Here's the defensive strategy that this is going to work in the Titans' offensive favor. So here's the idea. If Tannehill gets Hooper involved early in the first several games, Defenses will have to start to adjust and they'll start to cue their linebackers to make sure you pay attention to Hooper. He's been killing defenses for the first several weeks. That then moves linebackers in the middle of the field to open up for Robert Woods' best route, which is over the center, slant, deep in, whatever it is. And that, I think, is how you would approach it. Now, again, we don't know. That's why you play the game. But I like that concept if they can get Hooper going out of the gates, you know, seven, six, 13 yards at a time, and the defense has to adjust just because of it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Charles asked this question, how has Woods looked? He's been quiet. Well, not necessarily. Uh, Robert Woods had a play, heck of a play, between he and Tannehill yesterday in that two-minute drill. Tannehill got immediate pressure from his right. So Tannehill flushes left which means he had to make a similar like sidearm throw that Willis made in the preseason game to Hudson. Tannehill did that, except it went like 25 yards down the field to Robert Woods, who made an end-breaking turn uh, to get a wide open for a big catch in a big moment to get that drive going. So Robert Woods has been solid. It's just, you know, we haven't seen as much opportunity from him as they're trying to get other guys up to speed. I got another show topic. Man, this this – this show, we I'm working ahead. That's usually how my mind works, but I got a good topic on Tannehill because 
we've brought up in this show two things that he does well. He's good in the face of pressure. Like, oh, in his Titans career, he stands in, he gets hit, and he delivers the football. He's also a good deep ball thrower. We got to find out what he's good at and what he's bad at. One show, we'll have to just split it and buy a house and do pros and cons, right? And then we'll sleep on it the night before and wake up refreshed and say, hey, look, this is our decision. What do we think about Ryan Tannehill? So there's another show topic I, I texted myself for here in the next couple of weeks before the season starts. I love it. I like it. it. And he says, where is Roger McCurry? He's making plays yesterday. I'm going to be watching the Titans defense more closely today than I did yesterday as Sam We'll be watching the Titans offense uh, today where I was yesterday. So, Zach, let's go ahead and get to the magic bucket on this Thursday. We got a big audience, so maybe some extra uh, embarrassment for us. But the magic bucket on this Thursday. But first, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. The Palisade, as I talk about, the Sonata that I have, the, the Elantra, the Tucson, the Santa Fe, the Ionic, they have your perfect make and model. I've literally talked about their fleet over and over and over again because Hyundai is such a reliable, reliable brand. Fuel efficient. My Sonata, zero problems. It was great. I love it. I mean, you dominate the streets. Wilson County Hyundai will hook you up with a, a great ride. Payne Bonin and his team with a great price. Tell them A to Z Sports sent you. You can go online and look at their inventory at wilsoncountyhyundai.com, and they also can order a vehicle for you. That's kind of the new age of buying cars is, well, I'll just go online and order it. Well, Wilson County Hyundai can do that for you. You're muted. Quickly download the BetMGM app and use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. That's with BetMGM and our code ATOZ Sports. Zach, it is now time, as always, for the Magic Bucket. All right, Magic Bucket time. I got to reach down and uh, grab my sticker as the Gray Line buses finally go away. So, my sticker I had to pull into the. Uh, the vault in the house of just stickers that I'm stashing from random places to uh, make sure I don't screw up the magic bucket. So I've got, uh, it's just an old fashioned TV with the color bars. Nobody ever sees color bars anymore. You see that? Is that better? Closer and closer, closer. It's just a old fashioned TV with color bars. Remember you used to like wake up to color bars in the middle of the night. Like when you pass on the couch. Yeah, at your friend's house and you spend the night in the playroom, you wake up yeah. and yeah, oh, you because you're sleeping on a beanbag. Exactly. And then you wake up, you go downstairs, you grab some Doritos, and you come back upstairs, you grab some water, you go back to sleep. I mean, that, yep. that's yeah, that's and we've all we've life. all done that. I mean, I, I don't know if you know people under 25 know what the hell color bars are on TV, uh, because I don't know if they've seen them. Probably not. Probably not, probably not. All right, so magic bucket time. I gotta reach back down here. And I uh, got the bucket here. I'm going to have to you know, get strategic with how I'm holding this thing. So it's my sticker week, which means I go first. All right. Let's see. What we Oh, did you ever tie a tie last week? No, you did not. We got distracted no, by but the if you Give me day. 30 seconds. Give me 30 seconds. I'm taking my 30 seconds. All right. Oh man, mine's gonna be really embarrassing. I just read mine to myself. Mine is uh 
Zach's had to do this. I have. I don't think I had to do this before, but mine's going to be very embarrassing when he comes back. We'll see. 30 seconds on the clock. He's already got 15 seconds gone. So we'll see if he makes it back in the next 10 seconds. All right. Oh, oh you made it back. You made it back. All right. So you want to go ahead with your uh, tie before um, I read mine? So what'd you get? Uh, I haven't said it yet. I've read it, and it's very embarrassing. But you can... Ooh. As the uh, the traffic that was held up from those buses finally lets go, Zach, you can uh, go ahead and show everybody how to tie a tie. Yeah. See, so I I tie tie differently. I don't do double. I don't do double um, box like you do. Okay. I go over. I go around. I go up, and I go through. Right. And yes. the reason why is and I don't know why this is, but I have become. That's a damn good looking tie right there. Not bad. Not I have bad. become a skinny tie guy. I don't know why. I, I just, you know, I've, I'm a skinny tie guy. I, I always I'm have too, been. I can't be. I can't do skinny ties. I'm too, like, my, I'm too freaking wide for skinny ties. I just, they look I, weird. But that's, I, I, my dad taught me just like most people right there. That's how you tie a tie. Single, the single Windsor, as Jerome says. Yeah, that actually makes me think of it. Here's a story into my childhood. So my dad worked for American Airlines for 30 years and his closet was in my room, like growing up. And he had to wear a tie every day working for American Airlines, his regional sales manager. And he'd come in there and he had cleaners, right? So like you'd go to the cleaners and you know, the plastic that you have under the cleaners. Yes. So he put that, he tied it in a knot, which makes a bubble and he pop it. <laughs> and he'd say, you're in the army now. You're not behind the plow. You'll never get rich by digging a ditch. You're in the army now. Every morning <laughs> to wake me up. And that's when I knew how to get up. And so the reason why I told that story is because he'd have to tie a tie every day. And that's yeah. who taught me how to tie a tie. Yeah. Uh, Daniel's saying, making fun of me for being too wide. I got broad shoulders, man. Like I'm, I'm just under six foot, 5'11", but I got broad ass shoulders and skinny ties don't, don't exactly look good. And that's why I also go double wins or not because I need that thicker knot like Merrill Hodge uh, to go over there as well. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the Merrill Hodge look. Merrill Hodge went like quadruple Windsor with that knot, you know, because yeah. he wore it a became jacket. his MO. Yeah, you never really, it just continued to get bigger like Mel Kuyper Jr.'s hair. Uh, but I'm sure Mel Hodge's uh, tie did not go below his belly button because he was using all of it for his knot. So, Zach, uh, my magic bucket, I need you to go ahead and get 30 seconds on the clock for me <clears throat> because I have to make as many animal noises as I can in 30 seconds. This is uh, thanks to uh, my wife, Jennifer, who uh, put this in the magic bucket. She even put a little uh, little doggy paw on there. So uh, thank you to her for embarrassing me with this. You've had to do this before. I don't think I have. Have I had to do it for 30 seconds? For 30 seconds, yeah, because you made like a construction noise uh, in, during the middle of it that like made me lose it laughing. That's right. That's I, right. I will never All forget right. the construction noise that you made. That's on your first animal sound. <clears throat> That's a lion. Uh. 
Oh, man. Quack, 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 quack. All right, you're good. That was really good, to be honest. Like, Jesus, the start to finish of all the animals covered, I felt like I was in an animal sanctuary. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I I missed Tiffany says do a horse. I had a great horse, but I couldn't do it. Had a great horse. Damn. All right. I'm glad that Greyhound bus wasn't just sitting there watching the driver just having a fun time just staring at me doing this. All right. (laughs) Be like, what, what is this? Okay, here's here's Zach's. All right. <laughs> this is just simple. You just have to howl like a wolf. It's it's on theme, so you can howl like a wolf. I can do that. There we go. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I'll add. You want me to add my wolf, or I can. No, I'll save. I'll no. save it for later. I have to do it at some point. That's not your, I your I could have done the wolf. That was that's an animal noise that I could have done, but uh, I, I didn't think of it and on time. So, well, all I'm right, guys, sure you'll have that wolf opportunity. Yeah, here, oh, it'll it'll come around. It always does with the magic bucket. Uh, yeah, thank you. Eric Eric called out the cardinal. I appreciate that. Somebody picked up that I did a specific cardinal, so very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dying wolf uh, from Zach. Uh, bark at the moon. All right. So we will see you guys. Sam and I will see you guys after practice. We're going to try to go right after noon. Practice will wrap up around then. So right after noon is when Sam and I will go live. Thanks to Buddy Allen Carpet one.com and then uh buck rising live tonight it is esports prime time for day two of titans and bucks joint practices and we'll put big jeff up there because he dominated the field yesterday make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel for all of our practice highlights and interviews with players afterwards and also we live stream like three times a day at this point during titans training camp so we'll see you guys later on have a great rest of your thursday adios